global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And this is a business flash being brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash and rented real estate. Find them at nria.net. Well, in the early going, we have uh, the stock index uh, indexes right now. They are mixed. The Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, down 79 points. That's a decline of 0.4%. The S&P 500 now is down four points. That's down two-tenths of a percent. Uh, had a turnaround in the tech-heavy NASDAQ. Right now, it's four points higher at uh, 48.67. Any number of deals today. Abbott is uh, buying St. Jude Medical for $25 billion in cash. As you share, uh, as, a, as a result, St. Jude shares, they are soaring today. And also Comcast agreeing to acquire DreamWorks Animation for $3.8 billion. That works out to about $41 a, a share. Uh, once again, the stock uh, indexes right now, they are mixed. The Dow up 85 points. S&P 500 is uh, down 4 points. Again, the Dow down 86 points. And the Nasdaq right now 4 points higher. We check the markets for you every 15 minutes uh, during the trading day right here on Bloomberg Radio. And Bloomberg Surveillance continues. Back to Mike and David. Thank you very much, John Tucker. Well, um, if you were uh, short the Japanese yen <laughs> going into the Bank of Japan meeting, you lose. <laughs> the yen getting much stronger after the Bank of Japan disappointed people who thought they would add additional stimulus to the economy. Emer Daly is uh, the head of G10 Forex analysis for Standard Charter, and unfortunately, you're one of the people who is a bit unhappy with uh, Kuroda-san this morning. Yeah, I have to say we were expecting more from the Bank of Japan. We were looking for them to uh, introduce negative uh, policy rates um, on their bank lending and also to uh, do more um, do more in terms of ETF purchases. However, we were probably at the lower end of market expectations, so we actually did see a risk that the yen um, the yen could rally actually off the back of this. I think it's a problem in terms of you know, market communications and, and elevated market expectations going into this meeting and what the Bank of, of Japan really did, which the market, you know, kind of overlooked their um, support package for um, the earthquake case areas and really saw this as a, a nothing move. We haven't talked about that yet today. There, there was some, some uh, stimulus in that regard. The, the Bank of Japan is going to deliver some money to uh, uh, Kumamoto, correct? Yes, that's true, but it's only um, of a limited size, um, and obviously it's not on an ongoing basis. So I think the market was looking for a lot more. It was looking for, you know, even further cuts um, in terms of negative interest rates. Looking for expansion of QQE, even equity purchases, um, and really what came really fell a lot short of market expectations. Now, uh, our folks over in Japan were writing that this is stimulus delayed, not denied, that uh, they're still going to have to do something in the near future. Yeah, we would definitely subscribe to that view. We are looking for further easing uh, from the bank um, in the second half. So 
you know, either 10 to 20 basis points of further cuts, and that could be combined um, with an expansion of QQE, um, including ETF purchases. You know, I think there's many factors to this. I think a stronger yen obviously damages inflation expectations, damages exports, um, and the exports of major um, Japanese companies, which are really kind of the backbone of, of the behavioral train, change that Abenomics is hoping to put through. Um, but also in terms of the amount of of um, foreign overseas asset holdings that the Japanese investors um, now hold. I mean, a stronger yen is, is definitely going to damage that, and I think the lower Nikkei as well you know, will be upsetting for Abe. So I think you know this is definitely monetary easing delayed, not denied. What do you make of, of the decision to delay then, the, the motivations among the BOJ to, to do this? Is it because of the, the market reaction, because of the market expectation? Um, you know, I would say there has been such a backlash to negative um, to negative interest rates locally, so that could be part of it. Um, also, um, you know, they are looking at what kind of impact on the economy uh, negative interest rates have, and almost if you ease directly after just having introduced negative policy rates, are you you know in some way admitting that? negative policy rates aren't working. Um, so I think um, you know, they're, they're going to wait a little bit longer, and I think they'll continue to do the kind of big bang policy announcements. They will come back in H2 um, with a, an aggressive um, easing program, um, and we're expecting a much weaker yen off the back of that. Because the, uh, the negative rates aren't working at the moment. Um, I think they underwhelmed market expectations and you got a backlash from the market. Uh, but I think what the Bank of Japan has been very clear about saying is, you know, this isn't a policy for financial institutions or for markets. This is for the economy. And we'll wait to see it feed through and see if it has an effect. So they've given kind of an indication of, of six months. So that's kind of the time frame where you would really see it. Uh, start to take effect. So I think you know, that would almost be a guidance in terms of when we would expect to see them ease further. We've been talking about the strengthened yen. How about the, the weak dollar in light of um, what we got yesterday from the from the Fed? Not doing much there to uh, to help the strength of that dollar. No, not doing much at all to really support the dollar. Um, you know, and, and obviously equities are down today. But I'd have to say that I think in terms of the global environment, you know, having, you know, a slightly weaker dollar um, and, and having a more cautious Fed is probably very supportive for, for some EM currencies and also for commodity-linked um, currencies. Um, it is supportive for global growth, and we've obviously seen, you know, a rebound in global equities since um, the Fed, you know, turned more dovish in their March meeting. So we'd expect that trend really to continue with the Fed being a lot more cautious. Uh, Emer is uh, smarter than us. Um, we, we would say uh, the central banks over the last 24 hours uh, did no harm. Uh, you wrote it in Latin going into it. Primum non nocere. They don't seem inclined to uh, add a lot more stimulus. Are, are central banks in general feeling that what they're doing is running out of uh, uh, runway here that uh, the extraordinary stimulus we've seen may not be having so much of an effect anymore? 
Um, well, I think Kubota kind of answered that question directly in his press conference when he, um, you know, urged markets that the, the central bank has definitely not run out of policy ammunition. I think it is a question out there if we don't get kind of more aggressive stimulus from the ECB and from the BOJ, will this question really come back in terms of, you know, how much ammunition do central banks really have to ease, um, to ease further and to support markets? Um, I think at the moment, you know, we're being helped by stronger prints out of China and also a lot more um, cautious bed. Um, so I think, you know, unfortunately, I think that I look at the moment is a cautious bed and expectations for more easing from the Bank of Japan and, and from the ECB. Um, but I think, you know, certainly that question, if central banks have run out of ammunition or not, you know, could definitely crop up again. What are the effects uh, on China, on the UN, from this uh, this decision out of Japan overnight? Um yeah, I don't think it has uh, too much of a direct impact. Probably um, you know, for some in EM, it's just that maybe currency wars are maybe coming to an, e- an end. Um, I think it's very much the market's almost switched in terms of looking at when they're going to um, they're going to ease further. They're, you know, I don't think the market is you're very concerned that they're not going to ease again. I think the reaction in the yen and the reaction in in the Nikkei has definitely shown that it is a question of when and not if. Um, so I don't think there's too much elevated concern at the moment that more easing won't be forthcoming. How about the European Central Bank? Um, they're uh, also affected by what goes on in Japan. Equities down there and uh, questions about whether or not uh, negative rates are having an impact in Europe as well. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's a hard thing. We have such a negative, you know, interest rate environment within the European Union, and we still do think that the negative rates um, have an impact and and certainly will support inflation going through and. To be honest, it is a question of what else they can do. I do think there's kind of a tactical switch in terms of the ECB to really step away from, you know, targeting the exchange rates through negative interest rate policy, but more being really supportive in terms of the credit environment within Europe to really kind of bolster lending, bolster growth. I think we saw that um, from their policy easing earlier this year, that they're much more focused in, in, in supporting the economy and not not so much focused on on uh, the potential inflationary effects of a weaker currency. Um, so I do think we are seeing a slight shift in terms of the ECB away from from a, a weaker euro in terms of more credit support um, to the economy. Emer Daly, gratias tibi. Uh, thank you. In Latin, uh, Tom, Tom <laughs> King would have loved her note uh, in, in Latin. Um, we're wrapping up an, an extraordinary couple of hours here, David, uh, with all kinds of deals. Uh, I know Dave uh, Wilson will be back to kind of run through everything, but we the, the big one, the $25 billion Abbott St. Jude deal. Of course, the DreamWorks deal as well. Yeah. Now, Paul Sweeney was really impressed with the price, Jeffrey. $3.8 billion, yeah. Uh, for that. And as he said, Shrek's out buying a Ferrari today. <laughs> But uh, it has not impressed investors right now. The S&P 500 is down by three points, a tenth of a percent. The Dow Jones Industrials are off 77. They're off uh, four tenths. NASDAQ, the only major index in the U.S. that's higher, seven points right now, two tenths. We are produced by YUN, as always. Ken Fellew, our technical director. Thank you to David Gura. We wish Tom Keen a continued happy vacation from the folks at Surveillance.